1: no Cody Road during this show we apologize to our friend Ryan Burchett over there.
0: I had some last night though did you Oh buddy a boy so my uh, my
1: brother-in-law create
0: he's an industrial design professor at Iowa State and he created a for Father's Day a, a way to smoke whiskey like an ad- adapter that puts up that you can put on a whiskey glass with some wood chips. And you put a flame on it and it smokes the bourbon just like you would at a fancy restaurant. So, did that with some uh, Cody Road honey last this guy. night. And it was, this guy. it was incredible.
1: Wow. I had a good night. Well, it is Father's Day and it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, if we're not having Cody Road, right. you know, I, I will have a glass later. That is a guarantee. But I do want to thank our friends from MechDine and the MechDine Corporation for all that they do for us. This is a phenomenal company. Um, I actually met with a great company. This week, Plume, hopefully we'll have them on board at a later time. But they complimented what we do for Mechdine as a reason why they wanted to come on board. And because they want to be, you know, a great culture place like Mechdyne is and all that good stuff. I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, just shows the loyalty and fact that Mechdyne's been with us for two years. Yeah it and, works. Uh, it even call, call Newell told us the same thing this week. He, he did. He's, he's having a, a great time with fanatics that are reaching out. He so did. thank it you worked. for everybody for reaching out to him. Colin
1: said to us we sat down to have a beer with him and he goes I cannot believe how many people have <laughs> signed up for insurance. Yep, which is awesome. So thank you all seriously. <laughs> yes we don't listen like in our position like guys like us don't say thank you to the audience enough because none of this would happen without great fans. So thanks to all of our great sponsors. We may as well do our shout out for Colin right now yeah. too, because go ahead. And I, I know you're really happy with him as a customer. And there are, you know, dozens upon dozens of Cyclone fans who have signed up with him at this point point. Uh, you can I, The the easiest way to do it, as opposed to me reading your phone numbers and stuff, is, is search Colin Newell, Farm Bureau Financial Services, and all of his information will come up for you. Just a great guy. I like the fact that, one, you can talk cyclones with him, but he's a really smart guy, too, and he really cares about what he does, and he will take great care of you and your family. Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers listening out here. We do have this out considerably earlier this week because I am heading down to the lake for a few days. Uh we really won't you guys won't miss me really at all. I've got everything that I normally do pre-recorded, pre-done. We are going to have some um really good podcasts coming up on the Psych1 Fanatic Podcast Network this week that I want to not only tease here but i think it's worth that now that we have bloom with me to be able to analyze a lot of if you are an iowa state basketball fan you need to be locked in you need to be subscribed to the cyclone fanatic podcast network here uh for the rest of the week now with that let's fire up some english
0: Father's Day, horse.
1: You going to a baseball game today? Yeah, good.
0: Taking the boys to the I-Cubs game. It's his new favorite thing. To do I was going to
1: say you guys go to a lot of
0: I-Cubs. Uh, it's, it's easy. Parking's relatively easy. Tickets are cheap. You get a beer. Kids can leave you alone for a little bit. I did want to say a special Father's Day to Kyle Kempt for being Baker Mayfield's father.
1: You know, it's funny you said that. Is I was wondering like if we could do some sort of a Who's who's our daddy? Who's, who's our daddy, yeah? Type of episode here. But then like I started thinking about it from an Iowa State perspective, and it's just so painful. It's just like yep, I don't want to do it. Do that.
0: So I'm 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 reusing the Kyle Kemp as Baker Mayfield's daddy joke for today.
1: Which is funny too, if you know Kyle Kemp because uh, he's just kind of <laughs> like the he, least intimidating. He, well, he's just the nicest guy. Yeah, it's like, oh. And he's he's the polar opposite of Kyle Kemp in every way, shape, and form. For Baker. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Kyle Kemp is the, yes.
0: Who did I say? You said Kyle Kemp is the anti Kyle Kemp. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Yeah, but I, speaking of Kyle I, I Kemp, sounds like, they, like the the guys had a good uh, recruiting weekend. I think more info will be coming. Good on the football front. Good.
1: They had a bunch of big targets in town. Yeah, they did. Um, feels like that's not really slowing down at all, right? Like they're doing it just well. Feels like football recruiting just keeps plugging along, and. I basketball recruiting man like they are if by the way there's great time to be a cyclone fanatic premium subscriber jared and connor have been doing a good job on these but yeah the basketball's right back at it i mean i don't know i i doubt they're gonna be top five in the country again in 20 but they might i mean who knows i have no idea all this it's super early but they're in on some dudes and yeah the guys that football's had in it's like if you talk to some people it's, it's kind of like they're like grade A type guys. It's, right. It's and, the guys they really, really want. And it's interesting. I was
0: kind of working through the dynamics. And a lot of times the way this world works for them is when they offer a kid CW, they'll see the big dogs come in right after. Yeah. Almost like Iowa state's the beacon that these other programs look for to do the hard work. And if Iowa state's interested in you, then the bigger schools is like, Oh, okay. Because they, they they have a database now. It's a real, pretty sophisticated. They aggregate all of the social media services and wow. Um, and so they'll get an alert, like like I always say, gets an alert every morning that K State offered somebody, and so that's how that's how they know. So you'll see these, you'll it's see from guys, Twitter. yeah. It's they aggregate all this stuff, and so that's why when you you'll say, why did that guy get so many offers in a row? Well, it's because they get an alert for one and then the schools say, Well, wait a second, if they're gonna do it, we better offer two, and it just it goes really fast for some recruits. So it's just interesting how that has changed. Where back in the day when we started covering recruiting, you had to call like a coach and then talk Jeez. to a player and then talk to a dad or an uncle. And now it's uh, social media kind of drives everything.
1: On Sundays when I had started my career, I mean, I would spend about eight hours every Sunday just calling. Because Scout, I work, we worked for Scout. Yep. They had a database. And you had no idea how accurate these numbers were. You had no idea where these numbers were going. So it was kind of like, I mean, there were, you couldn't DM a kid.
0: Right, you couldn't. Text messages text didn't. Very, it very, very light. Yeah, yeah, it didn't
1: exist. Like, and, and, it, and even if it did, like if I could text you, like high school students at the time, didn't have phones, a lot they the didn't time. have phones,
0: right. yeah. So, like, and email wasn't really a thing for a high school kid.
1: And you'd do the whole thing where, well, you know, no, Jim is he's out at a weightlift right now, but he'll be back at four. Well, you call him <laughs> back then, so then you call him back and call then the they'd office ag- yeah. and they'd ignore your call. Yep. And some kids really wanted the attention, so they would call you back in a heartbeat. And now, yeah, like it's all computer. Like, it's freaking crazy to me.
0: But, yeah, so I think uh, good news upcoming on the football front from guys they had in this weekend.
1: That's good. Yep. They need to get going on that class. It feels like it's been a little slower, but this yep. is right when it usually it's picks up. It's about the so. same as it, it yeah. is,
0: as it has been. It just, I think the new cycle is so
1: we're, much faster. And I don't think we're used to the new calendar yet. I'm not, no. at least. Right? No, you're right. You are like correct. It's still, like, just not it's still natural literally. to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, I mean,. These guys can technically commit. What is that first date then? It'd be December. Anyway, good weekend. Good news upcoming. Heard it here first.
1: Uh, Not good news on the Big 12 basketball front. We'll talk about Bob Huggins here to lead the show. He is out as the head coach at West Virginia, uh, but not for the reason that we all thought he would be out a couple of months ago when he unfortunately used a homophobic slur. Couple of times on a live radio show, um, he was pulled over over the weekend, I believe, in the city of Pittsburgh. Yes, uh, DUI issued. He has since resigned as the head coach at West Virginia. He did put out a statement on Saturday night that he wants to use this time to really focus on. I think he said his health and you know better be being a better guy for his family. I I hate this. I. Listen, like I the when he used the unfortunate word on the radio, it was kind of like you you could kind of do the whole well, he's He's man of a different time, yeah, yeah. like you know all that stuff, and like that was it was fine. Um, but clearly, like there's this is just this is a couple of strikes here. This had to happen. I'm sure he was on a bit of a zero tolerance thing there after. After the radio incident, I don't know, Bloom. I just hope that this isn't how Huggins goes out. I don't want him to go down in flames. I don't really know the man personally, but he is a character in our little Big 12 ecosystem. And I don't, I'm just kind of hoping that he gets help and stuff. I don't know if he's an alcoholic. I'm not even saying that, but clearly he's going through a rough spot right now. I hope this isn't the end for Bob Huggins.
0: Yeah, I mean, just wonder, he's 69 years old. I don't think he's going to coach again. I bet he will. As a head coach, yeah. Uh,
1: These we'll guys see. are just—I know—they're wired different. I, but
0: from what I, I think, this was going to be his last year anyway. This is why it's sad, extra sad. Yeah, it's because I'm—I'm—I don't know for sure, but it, it made sense where they bring in this monster transfer class. They really—they're trying to line up just for I think one big run at it, and then this happens. So if you're West Virginia, you're in an awful spot right now because you—you just. Spent a lot of money on this transfer class. Now they can leave, potentially. I don't know how that's going to work. And you're in the middle of this. You can't get a good quality head coach right now because it's the middle of June. I mean... I just assume
1: they would have to
0: do, do a Rodney
1: Terry type thing.
0: And then see if it works, probably,
1: probably. Because, now you tell me if I'm wrong, but in this new world we live in, I mean, it it felt like whoever was giving the money for these players that they got was very much a transactional, we're going to go all in for a year thing.
0: That's what it seemed like to me. So, but here's the interesting thing. There is a rule that if your coach res, resigns or is fired within or after the transfer portal window, student-athletes get 30 days to move for free. So I don't know. I mean, if you're a West Virginia player. So how does it work? You could leave.
1: How does it work if they've already been paid? It doesn't matter. They can just keep that money? Yeah. I mean, depending on what the contract said. These contracts are
0: but they, you a bit cannot, shoddy. Well, you cannot have a contract that says it's for for playing. That's where you, <laughs> yeah. So that's where you get bit, though, right? Yeah. Like, you can have a contract that says you have to live in Morgantown, West Virginia. That can be in the contract. But you can't say that you're a basketball player at West Virginia University. So if they were smart... Chris, they would have these as year contracts and you get paid per month. And so then you're not out that much. But if you gave them one-time stuff and then they leave, it's theirs. Mhm. It's but they they had a like a monster, a monster transfer class. They were trying to get back to the top 10. They probably would have been ranked in the top 15 next year. And now that, well, I don't that
1: know. that's what I'm saying like if you want to keep these guys, you almost have to there's got to be a J.R. Blount uh, on their staff who you or a Kyle Green that like was instru- instrumental in bringing these guys type. there, who yep. may be able to keep them.
0: But just know that there are now coaches. There are sharks in the water to these guys. They know they have 30 days to change their mind.
1: And you know that's a they've probably already been contacted.
0: Oh, absolutely. they were contacted can, with Saturday morning. Can you the
1: contact news. them if they have signed? Could I? No, not you. I'm. I'm like if I don't know. If Fran McCaffrey wanted I, to call the Arizona transfer, yeah, I don't know, I'm not sure. Because I don't know what the, like, I don't or know. is that a tampering thing? How does that even work? But I nobody think, really gives a, car- a crap about they tampering. Don't. Anymore. So what would
0: happen is those guys would then go back into the portal for 30 days. So if I, if you know if you want to be if if these guys wanted to just be opportunistic, they would put their names in the portal right now, and just say, okay, who? What else you got for me? Because they either one. This is, this is the world the way it works. The uh, West Virginia people might say, "Well, we're gonna have to pay them more now to stay," or you could have another school that's gonna pay you over and above what you already got. Yeah. Now, and you've probably
1: you, already been paid some.
0: Or you could just be loyal and stay, which hopefully that's the case. Yeah, but
1: none of these guys were like, "Oh man, I'm really loyal to the people of West Virginia."
0: I doubt it because they came from all over the place anyway. Yeah, it's just I, I mean, it, it's. For an industry that is quickly changing, this is the example of it can go sideways real fast in this new world because there is no loyalty on any side. And this is all Bob Huggins' fault. Like, don't get me wrong, but West Virginia basketball could be in a really tough spot here for the next couple of years because of his actions.
1: I just get really frustrated, too. when the Don't drive drunk anybody. For sure. But it's like, man, you got the means. Just pay one of your managers oh, drive you around Morgan, or what
0: yeah God, you're like, in the middle of the city yeah like, get an uber it's yeah. one thing if you're in i get like morgantown and maybe they don't have a lot of ubers i don't know but, last
1: time i was there they did not <laughs> i was tax you're,
0: you're in pittsburgh and pop on i mean it's it's sad he thought he was in columbus ohio In the Seriously? according to the report yeah it, uh, so he I read was, a police report he was hammered just three times the legal limit oh so there's no and there was cans in the car in a bag, underneath the floorboards.
1: So, yeah. So, no, he was no. literally drinking.
0: Yeah, and he didn't know where he was. He was literally meandering around. I mean,
1: I read the part where he couldn't, like, respond to them telling him to move the vehicle and yeah. stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and he didn't know where he was. So, that's what's... He didn't like. know why he was in Pittsburgh. Just like, geez, man. Like, not... He, there was no way out for him. Like, that. 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 that's not, not good. And it's, you know, we made... And it, you you hear stories about Huggins in this time in the Big Twelve.
1: Um, yeah, and, and that even like,
0: with his previous issues, it didn't slow down his ability to to get after it. And do you feel a little bit caught
1: up caught up with him? Here is the part too: the the longer I am in this business, where there is a little bit of enabling that happens with all this stuff.
0: Yes, I had the same thought. I not not that our podcast, but you would, it was almost like a running joke of oh Huggins is going to be going to be
1: at Cyclone Liquor, going to be, at, yeah, be until three
0: in the morning at yeah. Westtown Pub. And does that then create like a need for him to live up to that character?
1: I'm sure he doesn't care about what we say, but if everybody's saying it, and then on top of it, like here's where I go. These coaches, especially in these small towns like Morgantown, where Huggins is a Huggins is a god. Yep. Went to school there, grew up there. Yeah, and like I look at like so he's at Cincinnati, West Virginia, or um, excuse me, Kansas State goes back to what, like, seeks out the West Virginia job. We all knew he wanted that job. And he goes back there, and it's almost like he's above, not necessarily the law, but anybody and anything. And nobody ever tells you no. Correct. Yep. I mean, it happens around Iowa State, too. It's like, and then these guys get, and gals, in certain instances, they get so defensive of their throne, and they get so... Um, they get so used to just being alone on this pulpit. And in many of these cases, like Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, you're bigger than the athletic director.
0: It, nobody, like you said, nobody tells you no.
1: Right. And Iowa State's a little different because Pollard's been there for so long. Like there's not a lot of ADs that have that tenure and that stature. There's not a lot of ADs around the country where when they walk into a building, everybody knows who they are. Jamie's like a celebrity at Iowa state where normally the athletic, like when Gary Barda was walking into a play, like yeah, maybe you knew who he was, but you didn't want to go get a selfie with him. Right. Right. Like that it's kind of different at Iowa state, but not really like you still like if we've, we've seen it like when these coaches get to a certain point and they're untouchable and like, I I don't know. I'd love to like know the psychology of the Huggins deal. I, I kind of feel bad for the guy, and then obviously he needs some help if the police report is accurate, which we have no reason to believe it wouldn't. And I feel bad for those players because it's like make a huge life decision based on this Hall of Fame guy and like, oh, we're going all in. We're going to try and get this championship, and now it all blows up, and they just started workouts. They
0: literally would have just started workouts this week. Yeah. Because everybody's on the same timeline.
1: I just think about that, too, and like the, and then the difference like at Iowa State like right now. Because I went in last week and did interviews with J.R. Blount, Micah Byers, and Nate Schmidt. I am going to do one. People were asking me with Kyle Green. He was busy with a recruit in town, so I couldn't get him done that day. But, like, TJ's, like, TJ's obsessed with, like, Every day, he has breakfast with the team. He has dinner with the team. their whole day is planned out. Yeah. And TJ's with them, like, every minute and stuff. Like, so my my point is, like, just the difference here. And, like, maybe, like, clearly Huggins is, like, he needs some either help with the alcohol thing or, like, just even, like, being brought down to earth. Yeah,
0: somebody needs to say Bob. Or needed to. It's too late now. Yeah. Sorry. It just is. But somebody needed to. Get, get and he just you can't do that. You just cannot. You do have that at to his level. in these yeah. spots.
1: You have to have people around you to tell you no. Otherwise, you just buy into your own hype all the time, and that's not good. Well,
0: that's where I think, especially with the reputation of Huggins as a guy that likes to party, have a good time. I'm guessing everywhere he goes in Morgantown it's like, oh, let's have a drink with with Huggins, or anywhere he goes, really. I mean, he's got that reputation. We heard that for years. Remember that, the, the Ed Big Podolak
1: 12. stuff? Like, yeah, very similar. It's like, yeah. oh,
0: let's have, have a good time.
1: Everybody sees Eddie walk into the bar and get they want to, yeah,
0: go, you know, let's go get a shot with with. And so I, I I get I like I am I understand that could be hard, but yeah, it's it's too late now, and it's it's sad that this when when you know the Bob Huggins story is written. Unfortunately, this is this is going to be in the first paragraph.
1: Yeah, because the the thing a few months ago was going to be a blip. Yeah, this is now. He got through that. He did all he needed to do. Now it's the bookend yep. at this point, and I—I I don't know. I'd love to see him go and do a Rick Pitino and Coach Iona and go to a turn. I—I I, although I would say that Rick Petino's a total sleazeball. Where you know Huggins is i like, like seemingly has a problem.
0: Right. Well, in the, in, in all accounts, Huggins. He wasn't a cheat by any means. He was an interesting guy. Like people literally enjoyed being around that guy. He had this weird media persona where he'd be gruff and difficult. But tell you what, but, our but, guy
1: Otz loves him. Yeah, but uh, the coaches. the coaches really all did. love him. They
0: they, they respected him. him as a as a coach and what he did. He did. He wasn't a he wasn't a Patino or a Calipari who it's like you know you feel almost weird around. him. Where Huggins was like an authentic guy, and to his fault at the end, really. So it's just kind of a sad story.
1: want to give a shout out to my friends and your friends at Nebraska Furniture, Mart, Blue. Yeah. So you haven't been into the new studio yet.
0: The, the, I have not. I have not. Well, I, I, I walked by it a couple weeks ago. But well, last- it's,
1: it's completely different now. Oh, buddy. If you guys want to check it out, uh, go to the Iowa Everywhere podcast page. The last couple of weeks I've done sit-downs. Uh, with my guy Gio Selzy, who won the World of Outlaws race over the weekend in Wisconsin, all right, and then uh, my buddy Chad Leistico from the Register, we did a thing on on his career last week. Uh, but we're so we're building a real like studio, like an actual studio, Bloom with like like professional grade equipment. We got
0: not the office here.
1: Uh, I mean, th- we do professional work here, but this isn't like yeah. a professional student. We're doing like video work yeah. and uh, being furnished by our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. We've been partners with our our buddies at Tim Mullen and Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive for a really long time. But the desk, the, the best part about working with them is when you get the delivery, like these dudes. Hey, can I hold the door? Nope, we got it. You don't do anything. You go sit there and there drink we, your yeah. coffee. You tell us where to put it. I always feel I know. I'm like, I no, feel no, guilty. no, let me help. Can I get can you I, a water? No, you're just going to get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> get out of the way. Can I get you a Gatorade? It's so, it's fantastic. Like, they really are just an amazing company. Yeah. I grew up going to NFM my whole life because living back when it was the only one in <laughs> Omaha, like, that was like a huge treat for our family that we were going to go, to mrs b's and uh check it out so you guys are going to start seeing more of that really just a fantastic uh company and we've we love being partners with them
0: and they will deliver from omaha yeah absolutely that's, that's i think what when we do anything for our, i mean this
1: everything in this office you're looking at right now came from omaha for me
0: it, uh, it's very seamless
1: yeah they do actually. a they do a really good job we're glad to partner with them and have them on our um You'll see it, the the Wild Rose Casino Studios, when, you, when we start. I think you and me are going to do our Wednesday shows from there. Perfect. Hopefully is the plan where we can maybe do some video and stuff and like that, that. That's mid-July-ish, right? Yeah, yeah, people, come on. We're not starting this pre the 4th. <laughs> the 4th of July is like a month-long holiday yes. for me.
0: Yes, it is.
1: I also want to give a shout-out to... Jeremy Danielson. I was actually having beers with uh, my buddy Hutch, the realtor, Yep. last night. Shout out to Hutch. He got uh, first place in the uh, ribs competition downtown at the barbecue competition. Why didn't I get invited to that? Anybody could go. We went down. It was phenomenal. I love ribs. You get to walk around and you get to try all the samples of brisket and pork ribs and stuff. Was there beer? Uh, Uh No, because this was a fundraiser for a bunch of local churches. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But okay. but after that we went over to reclaim rails oh, and okay. had some beers out on the patio. But Hutch won the pork way, Hutch. barbecue competition. So shout out to him. He's he's phenomenal. Uh but I no I was I was talking to him about Jeremy Danielson actually. So like again, I haven't bought a house in like 11 years. I never used a realtor cuz I bought it outright from the builder type thing. Yep. Okay, so I never really understood the fact that you needed like an attorney to go through all this paperwork like Jeremy Danielson does. Uh, But like a lot of times these people who are the realtor will just try and bake you into their guy. You don't have to do that. You can go with the trusted cyclone. So check him out, go to Jeremy Danielson. Um, He really good, really good dude. And his wife, she's really the brains behind the operation. Sarah, I like to give her of course. I, I like to give her her due. Uh, DanielsonLaw.com, danilson dot com. want to talk about Omaha Baloo and Team USA and then our Whiffles Hybrid segment on the Big 12. I want to talk about the decline of the preseason magazine. Yeah,
0: obsolete. It's like a phone book.
1: <laughs> Omaha Baloo is going to be on this t- Team USA roster. We he all is, kind of knew that. He has made it. Oh, he's already made it. It's okay. on. Yep. All, right. all right, he made it.
0: They play this week. That's the thing. Like he's not. He has not been named
1: yet. Well, for my birdies, he's been freaking unreal behind yes. the scenes out there in Colorado. Yes, like at a different level than Iowa State was even anticipating. And I think it would be safe to bounce the upside a little bit higher for this roster right now. The other guy I'm hearing is Hassan Ward. Has taken a whole other step. You need to go listen to this JR Blount interview, where we talked about Hassan missing out on the preseason last year greatly, and how that impacted him. Yep. He's he's come along. Uh, JR gives us some pretty good. The I'm hearing that the Buffalo kid that there's some pretty good upside there, as far as shooting ability goes. It's it's June eighteenth. A lot can happen between now and then, but the blue thing, man, he is gonna be I think a better offensive threat than we potentially. Yeah, we thought.
0: would we have that chat three weeks ago, who's gonna lead the team in scoring? It might it might just be Omaha. It just seems like his skills are continue to grow at a rapid rate offensively. You know he can guard, you know he can rebound, but offensively he's making shots out there, he can drive a little bit. I mean this guy has all the tools. And there's no question to me, on his current tra- trajectory, he is a lottery pick next year. Now, that could change. A lot can happen. It's not a guarantee going from high school to college to the NBA. But based on being invited to that roster and arguably being one of the top three or four players on that in that camp, he is well on his way to the, the highest expect- it's It's actually pretty I, I, incredible Iowa State's going to get him.
1: I heard... Top ten probable if he plays the way he is right now. If you're
0: now. on the under nineteen team, that is basically like half a dozen of those guys will be be in the top ten, and he's considered one of the best three or four out there. So yeah, do the math. He, you know, and and he's the upside for this Iowa State team is is really really high, but also you're young. I mean, you are young in a lot of places. So I think it'll be interesting how this team builds out. We've mentioned it, but they are going to the Bahamas for a week Mm -hmm. in August, which I think is great. A lot of new faces. I actually got to speak to the guys on Friday and you forget, man, there are a lot of, it's like, who are you again? Like a lot of, a lot of new folks, but very high enthusiasm. I think they're pumped up. Um, you know, Jones has been good. Gilbert's been good. Paveletsky. I think people are going to love watching him play. And then the, the freshmen, great personality, C-dub like Caden Fish and, and Jelani, they, they've got a little, uh, Naz in them just from a like engaging fun to be around ready to go. And then big, big Rob energy is still the leader. Like you guys may not believe it, I love, but Big everybody Rob leans on Big Rob like that guy. It's almost like Big Rob's like, "All right, guys, this is how we're going to do things." Like he is now, he and Taman are kind of the Pied Pipers, which is pretty cool to see that growth from where he came in two years ago to now. They look up to Big Rob,
1: yeah, literally. Taman Lipsy, the elder statesman of Cyclone basketball. It's him and Rob. It, it is.
0: It's pretty cool, and then Trey Trey King as well is is great. But man, it, I think this roster is going to be really fun. It. And standing next to Caden Fish, thinking everybody's is, is big to me, right? That's the that's the easy joke, but he's a big guy. Like there's no question, Fish can be a four in Big Twelve. Like he he looks the part. So that surprised me because I was always like everybody else, like, oh, who who else do you have as a body in the post? Caden Caden Fish is every bit what he's listed at size wise, which was good for me to see.
1: That's big time.
0: And I don't know how much he's going to play, but at least he's an option, right? And he's great person. Like, I think people are really going like, to gravitate to that guy. I mean, he just seems like a genuinely awesome guy.
1: Yeah. You got to be, you had some events with some of these guys. I did this week too. Yep. How, like Pavoletsky. How are they?
0: It Actually, uh, Pavoletsky's, I think it's for a lot of these guys, it's new to them being around. Well, you went ce- to Wofford. Yep, now yeah. Now you're a celebrity in yeah. the middle of Iowa. Yeah. Uh, pretty reserved kid. Super nice. Him and Kurt Jones were super nice. Same with Keyshawn. But, they, uh, they, you could kind of, it was fun to see you the more they were around. So we did, uh, we did a, went to the blood drive down at Valley West Mall along with life which is a great thing. It was national blood yeah. donor day. And so those guys signed some stuff, uh, helped with the, the blood drive and they warmed up as the day went on. So it was pretty cool to see them. They were really shy at first, but then like, okay, this is pretty cool. We're kind of like, uh, you know, like local influencers here. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what you are. Like people want to be around you. So take it, take it. That's the best part of being a cyclone for these guys is. It is a big responsibility, though. You know, back to the Huggins thing is they, they, I, like I told him on Friday, you, you, the target's now on you, good and bad. Like you can be a hero for a lot of these young people, but then also, um, you know, the, the opportunity that comes with being an Iowa State basketball player is you are being looked to all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's a responsibility.
1: One of the other things I would encourage people to do if you didn't, Jared Stansbury did an interview with Big Rob Energy, what like two months ago. Yeah. Did you ever hear that one? I don't Oh my god, you got to listen he, to it.
0: Big Robs Jones like is an he's, all-timer, he's, man. I know he gets some, he gets criticism, but I'm telling you behind the scenes that guy is an, is so valuable. He's
1: uh he told Jared he's been practicing one-handed free throws and like he's hitting like 70% with it. Anxious to see how that goes. I
0: I'll share this because again, I think some people have this misconception that all these guys are getting just, you know, taken care of in astronomical ways. They're all driving SUVs and all. Big Rob drives a van that's like 20 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the most Robert, Robert Jones thing He's ever. Got,
0: I, I, I pulled up.
1: That's I like, phenomenal.
0: I, like, so I pulled up. I like, who's got a van uh, in the Good parking lot with it Minnesota plates? And Big Rob gets out. I'm like, oh, it's, it's perfect. I love it. Jones bringing
1: him, him back the Chrysler van.
0: Yeah, spacious and efficient. Anyway, that made me laugh.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, I, again, I just wanted to share to the. Clearly, making that team is a big deal, but I've heard that even behind the scenes, it's like this guy's like different. He's, yeah, even, he's not. We knew he would be good, but it's it's a different level. Somebody,
0: as a coach, said to me, it's been nice in practice to see somebody put the ball in the basket consistently. <laughs> so they, they're in on it too. Everybody knows what the, the problem has been the last couple of years. And I think it's been addressed. Now, it's one thing to see it in practice. It's another to see it uh, when the real lights come on. But I think with the, all the new faces, Omaha included, there's there's going to be some guys that can score.
1: Shout out to our friends at Wiffles Hybrids. That I actually was meeting with some community people over the weekend, about, or last week, and they were excited about the new facility from Wiffles that's popping up in Ames which is going to put them in an even better position with, you know, recruiting ag kids coming out, kids, young men and women, coming out of the prestigious Iowa State Agriculture and the Ivy College of Business, right. of course. So Wiffles Hybrids presents our final segment of the show each and every week. Check them out at wiffles.com. The preseason magazine. So normally when I head down to the lake this week, it's usually like a deal where I load up on these magazines and you get I, the
0: moonshine and the, and the magazines.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, that's just my thing. It's what I, what I've done. So it hit me last week when I got my email from the big 12 that my preseason ballots do like whenever. And I was like, shit, I need to buy some, I need to get these magazines and I need to start. Cause I won't lie to you. I kind of checked out for a couple of reasons. One, I don't do a daily radio show anymore. Yep. To analyze like every stuff. transaction I got right. just like so tired of it Two, There's so much like these, like I don't know who's on these rosters, like Cincinnati lost its quarterback and like, I mean, okay. So yeah, I don't know who's going to be playing for Iowa state. Yep. And that's the still, team I'm around still up in the air all the time. And I'm like, so I write the Iowa state preview for Athlon and I've contributed to their Big Twelve coverage back when they had the big Big Twelve magazine, which isn't even published anymore. So I, I mean Jeez. I'm a, if you if you would open the drawer right behind me, I have every Athlon for the likes last 20 years because I'm I love these magazines. I love the thumbing through Digging it in, in June in, right. and like right. it's one of my favorite things to do every year. And I was thinking about it last week, it's just like, man, I don't even know. If it's worth it this year to even buy one of these things. And I again like you should go buy the Athlon one. I the way we do it, in my opinion, is the best because you have actual beat writers in these programs mm-hmm. that are writing the articles. It's not one guy writing the whole thing. No, it's like actual insiders. So it's it's really good stuff. But again, I had to submit that in April.
0: That's yeah. I It'd be interesting to like look at last year's. Where was TCU ranked? You know, like ninth. I, it's just it's hard. To, I don't. I won't read any of them. I think I'll look at them like, oh, that's interesting, just to know what it, what is the national perception. I guess what is Iowa State's the perfect example of. It's gonna change. Like your thoughts could change. Literally, who knows when? So, I
1: don't. I mean, between are, the, between are the they portal, over? Or is, is, like, Phil Steele the only one that's going to be here in five years, you think?
0: As long as people buy it. But what are you buying? Like, you're buying, it's like those all-too-early preseason top 25, right, when the season's over. It's like, well,
1: okay. People don't even read those. They just thumb through it to look to see if their team's on there. Well, that's
0: basically what the magazines are turning into. Yeah. Like, if you, like, you can look at, I, it's it's entertainment the same, same way that, you know, you look at a Sports Illustrated, but other than that, it's like, you're not getting any hot takes anymore, or actually concrete opinions in my in my view from preseason magazines. It's, you can't give it's, them. It's, it's like even like Texas, who's going to be the consensus Big Twelve? We still don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I probably don't know when anybody's quarterback is going to be. I could not name starting six quarterbacks in the Big Twelve next year. I couldn't. I was talking to somebody that last week uh, that they want to do a they want to do a, a Big Twelve quarterback T shirt. For like the footprint of and do it like and help out all, all the collectives. And she's like, But the problem is we don't know who any of these quarterbacks are gonna be. I'm like, Well, I, I well, know that's a big problem. And that's a big problem, isn't it? I, <laughs> I said her name was Charlie. I'm like, Charlie, yeah, I I I feel you there because I don't it's it's hard. She's like, So what should we do? I'm like, I Probably don't know. Do then don't do
1: the shirt. <laughs> right. Maybe. Probably just not do
0: the Maybe shirt. Maybe just not do the shirt then. But it was funny. I mean I, I just think it's it's impossible between the portal the player movement and younger players, Chris, playing more and more. I mean, back, yeah, you know, when we started, there was one or two freshmen that would play. In fact, Rhodes. I did the numbers once. Paul Rhodes, in his entire era, I think had two true freshmen play in the in the Lazar. six years. Yep, he was one of them. Like there wasn't many at all. I'm trying to think if there is. Lazard was one. And of And David them. Irving. And then did David Irving play right away? I think he did. He would have been, or did he redshirt anyway? not many. And now, Iowa State could have upwards of 10 true freshmen play next year. And it's and that's the new norm because the problem is if you don't play some of these guys, then, early, transfer. then they leave. Yeah. So it's a whole new dynamic of I don't even know like a lot of these guys aren't even on campus yet. So how is Phil, how does Phil Steele know who's going to be good? And a lot of times it's players that aren't the biggest stars that actually will play right away. Like the the kid from uh Chicago came in he came in in the spring he's gonna be really good Jack Sadowski linebacker not a hugely ranked kid but he's gonna come in he'll play next year oh Freiler comes to mind yep another one okay like, you you just run into some of these we like man this guy's way better than we thought remember
1: when we all thought that Aishim leaving was like the end of the world yeah no Which yeah, I right. still wish he wouldn't have left and would the, have been way better for him Bo doesn't get Bo he doesn't big, get enough Big, big bow guy yeah, because the the corners kind of took the story last year, but man, helps your job Bo as a corner a, if you got a guy like really that. Really good
0: year, and then you still have Malik Verdon who I think is going to be special. And once he got he's hurt. Healthy.
1: Yeah, he was he was hurt all last year.
0: I'm I'm still very bullish on the secondary. I don't. It's the best it's secondary in the not, league. I, Find a better one. I saw one of the magazines had him third. I'm like, okay, well, you literally have an NFL first rounder. I think Purchase is an NFL guy. is an NFL guy. And Verdon, I think, could be.
1: Yeah, we just don't know. He's never been healthy he enough. He hasn't been healthy enough, right?
0: And then they're high on the, some of the other guys they got last year. The I'm drawing blanks. But yeah, they're they're deep there, which is good. So that all of that being said, yes. The the preseason College football magazine, basically like a phone book.
1: Father's Day, I just had to get it off my chest. I one of the I won't say one of the single most painful sports moment of my life happened this week for my turtles so turtles. Oh no. So here's the deal with our team. So this is my daughter's little league team. If you guys want to turn the pot off, you can't now we're not doing any more Iowa state, but I just have to talk to my buddy bloom about this. Uh, and this is for all the dads out there that have coached their little league. I've poured my heart and soul and I love it's the last coaching. game. It was the last game. So it's playoffs literally playoffs! Yeah, we're the five seed. We're there's six teams. We're the five seed going up against the two. Like we didn't have any business. This team had handled us multiple times. So they're the they're very, the oldest team. They're pretty much like all third graders. So it's first through third grade. And like my team's very young, um, which is fine. Not
0: you get you get the you're, yeah you get the yeah. card you're dealt.
1: My my team. I will say that we are the most together team. Like we're the our team cheers the loudest. We do the most chants in the dugout. We're very connected. You know our culture is top notch, on and off. The field, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and our girl... like kids, are not stupid. This is the one thing I've learned. Like kids are not stupid. Our girls knew going into this game that we were a massive underdog. <laughs> okay, they were. You know, they pulled up their apps. They pulled up Circa. They saw. <laughs> they're not stupid. Plus they, five and a half. Yeah. Um. So. The one thing that really starts to impact you towards the end of the year is dance recitals and vacations. Oh no! So we only had six players going need, into our. We didn't have an outfield. Okay, <laughs> we had nobody in the outfield. You'd be
0: off the board at circa.
1: <laughs> we did not have an outfield. We had four first graders and two third graders going up against the. I think the best team in the week. They,
0: they have a full a full unit.
1: They had nine. So yeah, yeah. they had they had three outfielders, and. We, like, we really, I thought we would get 10 runs because this is like, this is the one team in the league that'll hit it into the outfield <laughs> consistently. So like our so, girls would have to just turn around and run after it, it right. which they're not used to at all. Yeah, you're just a,
0: lucky at that age to stop the ball.
1: And our girls who struggled hitting all year, we got out to a 5-1 lead oh, no. in this playoff game. And it all of a sudden like got tense. There, because like this other team like takes it very seriously, like by far the most in the league, and they got, they got you know, a little nervous, a little bit. Yeah, we got their attention, and our girls like it was amazing to see. All of a sudden, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like we got a shot to do this.
0: Did they? Did they get?
1: Did it, they freeze up? No, they didn't. They played really well, but this other team starts hitting the ball. They're and they're the best team in the league. So like. We lose eight, seven in extra innings. And Mm. I've never felt this way in my life. It was like this overwhelming, like, pride, like, for these kids. Because they they had no business being in this. This would have been like if Drake would have beaten Iowa State in football. That type (laughs) of an upset the other day. And, oh, my God, like. Bloom, I'm not kidding, and I know I'm I'm ridiculous. I like choked up talking to them after the game because I was so proud of well, them. That, that's like I was so proud of this group. Like they they went out there, man, and like it was amazing because it was like these girls like at the beginning of the year picking dandelions, kicking dirt, didn't care about anything. And if you would have watched the last three innings of that game, they were locked in. They were focused. They were still having a ton of fun. And, like, our girls that couldn't even hit the ball. They were into it. Three weeks earlier were getting RBIs and stuff That's for so us. Fun. That's the best part of It was freaking amazing. And the other thing was that was cool was all, we're in extra innings, so all the other games were done, and they all gravitated Thanks over to, to watch. We had, like, 100 people watching our game at the end of it. And it was just – I was just crushed. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, even not the winning loss, I don't even care. Like, we – it honestly if we would have won we would have had like five players on saturday because of all the dance <laughs> dance recitals going on but it was that is the
0: perfect to
1: see their faces yeah. though like and all of a sudden it's like i have the tiger man like we got to we got to close it's, this thing out it was so much fun
0: especially being around Cami, your daughter, who's the the sweetest, nicest <laughs> yeah. girl, like, but but I could you could see that there's a competitor in there somewhere. So it's probably fun for you to see. Did that you see come her
1: out. break a board yesterday?
0: Yeah, I did. did Doing karate. <laughs> no, on like I I get maybe because I'm ridiculous. But I tend to connect even things like that. Of like why why are we cycling fans? It's that same reason though, isn't it? Yeah, I. It's like you you you're not gonna ha- you're never gonna win the big one probably. <laughs> but, but damn it, like those times when you go toe to toe and you win some of them, yeah, way more memorable than I mean, I still remember this is funny. I remember when I was eight years old, similar to Cammie, playing the Indianola baseball AAU team. So, this was again, I'm Blythe, they won the state basketball tournament. When we were seniors, so it's Todd Blythe, Joe Baker, like these guys were all. High level guys, yep. and we went toe to toe with them at some AAU tournament, and we were down like seven runs. We came all the way back, tied it up, and I think they won in extras. I still remember that game because mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can compete with the best team out there. And even if you don't win it, it's something to be said of 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 going through it and believing. And yeah, that's uh, the beauty of it.
1: Yeah, I was they, these turtles would have done these Cyclone fanatic fans proud. <laughs> it was pretty cool, man. Like it.
0: You do I blame the coach. Oh yeah, I we mean, some, I was.
1: Did we go? It's we, all on
0: me. Did we do some quarterback shotgun fourth and one plays? Like, Here, what are we doing? Are we not going under
1: center? This is why you blame me, and I and I learned my lesson, and we'll be back and better than ever next year, because at the beginning of the year, I focused way too much on pitching and defense. Like we spent probably seventy five percent of our game on fielding, and I should have done more with hitting.
0: Could you manufacture like? Can you steal bases at this level? No, that's the
1: thing. So, like, because there's way, like, so we probably had the three best pitchers in the league, but the problem was they don't call balls and strikes, like, unless you swing at it. So, Mm. like, I just, we're, there's no way you're stuck. But those girls next year that are going up to the next level, you're going to have a hell of a couple pitchers because they can really throw the ball and we practiced a lot. But yeah, so my team didn't really start to hit until the end of the year because we started practicing.
0: Well, workouts, on me. workouts start
1: Monday. Well, I was going to talk to you because the portal is open.
0: I got some. I got some corporate sponsors to help <laughs> you if you want. <laughs> got, got, got some. Got some lined up.
1: I think I'm going to coach. Uh,
0: do we? Do we know anybody? Do we know anybody in the southeast Polk area? Like, we pull anybody from Altoona? Start, like, pulling, start. Start poaching. Start recruiting at yeah. the age of Let's eight. Say. So yeah. you got. We can create a beer. Just for your budget,
1: maybe, <laughs> maybe our friends we'll at Whiffle's re- <laughs> Hybrid or MacDime will. Yeah,
0: can you step up to the plate?
1: Will help us out. Can next we
0: get? Year? Let's get reclaimed rails. I can't even to sponsor the eight year old softball team. I don't know open how many up the wallets. I don't know
1: how I'm going to do it next year because I'm going to be I'm going to coach Elise's team with Maddie Van Winkle because they're going to be in the same. Yeah. And then I'm going to coach Cami. We're going to be at the ball field like five nights a week oh, next year.
0: Good luck. Good luck. I'll probably be there with you.
1: Yeah, you got two of them going at it as well. Yep, it's a long season it, 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 too. Yeah, it's, it's it, they, summer goes fast. They don't uh, screw around here and sure. bond around. with. Well, their buddy, I'm sophomore. sorry,
0: sorry for your, sorry for your loss, but uh, in
1: a weird way, in a weird way. I felt how Matt Campbell felt when they lost that Big 12 championship. Yep, i say that's. You know, I could relate to Coach Campbell in, in a weird way. You just don't get that festival. No. Yeah, no, in front of 400 people. I got to sit here stew. and I got to stew on this yep. for the next year. Yep. Yep. Or attack the portal. Like, put your frustration. I don't think so. I think the, I like my kids. I think you like your teeth. The problem is I can't get them back. You know, it's gonna go into a random. <laughs> so now, like all the great work well, we did as coaches, who do we who do we got to talk to at the league? I got I got
0: contacts. We got, can we, bribe, can we bribe the league. Hey, I want I want to develop. this. We have an
1: endorsement team. from Wiffle's Hybrids. Yeah,
0: come on, keep my team together for the next dynasty.
1: Have a great week, everybody. Cheers.
0: So if you're loaded, devouring delicious, I see.
1: City P.